Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Stapati is the widest with a lot to do. Rock Empire at the 250 from Centerfy on the outside. Southport Tycoon is getting out as well. Centerfy strikes the front of the 150. Southport Tycoon. She lighted Stapati from nowhere. It's going to be a big finish. They hit the line. Stapati. Stapati has got up to win it. Has picked itself up. I love Stapati. As we mentioned yesterday on the Giddy Up Monday breakdown, also on the Monday means test. Horses don't do what Stapati did there at Caulfield. And Paul Pruska joins us here on Giddy Up. Good morning to you, Paul. Morning, man. How are you? I'm good, thanks, mate. Um, how's he pulled up? Yeah, real good, real good. He's uh, back into the work this morning. Um, yeah, couldn't be happier. What were you thinking as they swung for home there on Saturday? Oh, look, I, I thought the measurements might be wrong in the end, but... Um, I was right to see him settle and, and come from back off him. You know, that that's sort of, you need to see him do it both ways. And we got that. So that, I was real happy. And there's some horses that struggle around Caulfield. I think Adamo didn't really enjoy Caulfield, but he was able to win a Guineas and a might and power. Um, were you happy with the way that he got around that final bend? Yeah, yeah. Look, I think, um, I think he ticked that box good. Um, yeah, no problems going back. What makes him so special in your eyes, Paul? Oh, look, he's got a great will and uh, he, he's very intelligent. Um, that, that, that's him, you know? Yeah. So the plan's with you now, straight into the Caulfield Guineas? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll lock in that and that's what we'll worry about everything after that. Are you scared of a horse like a militarise or are you really looking forward to the challenge of taking on some of the, the best horses in Sydney? Because I think this year... I can't recall for quite some time a build-up to a Caulfield Guineas like we're getting this year. Yeah, look, for sure. He's done, to me, in my eyes, he's done his job. And um, it's about saying who's the best horse now, I suppose, isn't it? You know, yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll certainly get that there. So Johnny Allen has been filling in for Dean Yendel, who unfortunately broke his collarbone um, basically nearly a month ago. Does Dean <coughs> take over there for the Caulfield Guineas now? No, no, we, we'll um, we'll keep riding with Johnny. Um, just unfortunate for Dean, but that that's the way it is at the moment, you know. Yeah. Um, hopefully, uh, yeah. hopefully we can get into one bigger for him, and uh, he'll be the man then, you know. Yeah, and um, obviously he's a, he's a Wimmera horse, and you had Surprise Baby leading up to some of our bigger races, and I know how the community got behind you there. How's the community got behind Step Party? Yeah, yeah, like it's, uh, they've had a few of the older blokes you see and, yeah. um, you know, same story, you know, they're hoping for the local horse and uh, beautiful stories come out of it. Um, I think uh, I was at the Haven store the other day and yeah. an old lady um, jumped on me. She's followed him all the way through and, and told me what she's been able to buy and what what it's done for her, you know, so it's, it's been a good story. Is that make it extra special, mate? Especially when you're in a country town like you, like Horsham, um, that you can and I get and I've been watching the group of owners as well. It's a, 
it's a life-changing in a way type of experience for them when they get to, to live a dream like this. Oh, for sure, for sure. It's, um, you know, good for everyone involved, really, isn't it? You know, um, it, it puts a pep in everyone's step and, um, you know, and they cart other horses up with it and uh, they, a good horse does a lot for any stable, so yeah. uh, especially mine. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I guess it just proves that you can, doesn't matter where you train, you can get your champion. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's just about buddy taking your time. And I'm not really a two-year-old man, but he was just a horse that uh, I've never had to ask him for much. And um, I was happy to play with it. So uh, all went good so far. And you've had so much success and you've been based in the country um, there at Horsham. But can you explain these horses? Are they just like, once that, once you put a saddle on them and they gallop, they've just got it? Or did this horse, did, when did you realise that He's he's something special. Oh, look, it was early days. Um, I was just building an engine, a lot of deep sand work, and um, you know, I thought, geez, as a two-year-old, he he could work with the. Uh, he used to work with the steeplechasers a lot, and he had a big engine than them. And I thought, geez, this is uh, unusual. You know, the two-year-olds normally can get one lap, and uh, he was a two-year-old that could get two laps. So. Um, you knew you'd just build the engine, build the engine. We never worried about how fast you could go early days. Um, it was the last thing we wanted, but he uh, he was conditioned well. And uh, when we did, he, he, he quite enjoyed it. So uh, we're pretty lucky. Can't wait for these Caulfield Guineas, mate. What about today at Horsham? Do you have a winner for us on your home track? Yeah, look, a couple of nice horses there. I thought TNT. Um, it'll improve again. Um, I thought Extra Magic. Um, she, she's a solid little horse. I like the way she thinks. Um, and Alibay, he, <coughs> he won well. He's uh, last started Horsham. Um, different race today, but I think he's uh, he's up to putting his hand up. So uh, if I come home with a few, I'd be real happy. All right, mate. We wish you the best of luck. And it's great to see Step Party that's pulled up nicely and bring on that Caulfield Guineas. Thanks for your time, Paul. No worries, man. Bye. David McComb joins us here. The trainer of Far Too Easy. And he is a massive chance heading into the Kosciuszko. He was superb in the Ramoni there during the Grafton Carnival. And David joins us now. Good morning, David. Thanks for your time here on Giddy Up. Uh, yeah, good morning, guys. Thank you. Are you looking forward to the Kosciuszko? How's the build-up been for you? Uh, yeah, look, um, a, a race like the Kosciuszko, there's obviously a um, massive build-up to it. Um, you know, the nerves are a little bit shot. But other than that, no, everything's going rolling along nicely. So when did you realise that this was the race that you really wanted to target for him? And um, obviously you're the second favourite. Did you in, did you also enjoy the, the process there of working out a deal with your slot holder? Um, yeah, look, um, the, we actually targeted this race last year when he ran, after he ran second last year. So it was, it was always the target race for him. Um, so we've sort of um, programmed everything around the fact to get him into the Kosciuszko. Um, as for the boys, uh, the bunch of boys who have drawn him, the slot holders, um, they um, they were on the phone pretty quickly as soon as they were drawn. Um, so they um, they hopped on the phone. I had a couple of phone calls. There was one other phone call that was going to have a chat and talk about deals. And um, these guys just said, whatever you want, we'll go with 
um, we want the horse, so uh, we worked it out from there. So we went from there. Oh, there you go. So he was so good, I thought, in the Ramoni there. Um, and he finished second, as you mentioned. He finished second in this race last year. But he goes into this race nice and fresh. That's that's the way that you think he races best? Uh, yeah, look, not, um, no doubt about that. He yeah. um, He's the type of horse that does like to be spaced between runs. There was a five-week uh, space between the Group 2 in Brisbane and the Ramorny, so he, he was really fresh for the Ramorny, um, and he raced accordingly. He was, you know, he was, even though he got beat, but he was super in it, um, and the sectionals were great. So what does this horse mean to you, David? Um, look, I mean, this horse is, I've had some pretty handy horses over the years, so he's he's not he's, he is the best horse I've had, um, and you know, for I've only got a small team of horses, so I've only got seven horses in work, you know, it, and to to get a horse, if you have a look at the statistics on you know horses like him, to get a horse like him is you know pretty special. I mean, he's been wonderful to us as a family, the, the, my boys and Jude, my wife. Um, you know, he's he's just been a lovely horse to be around. And take away the prize money that he's won, which is nearly a million bucks. He's just a joy to be with. He's you know he's he's almost part of our family, so he, he means a lot to us. And uh, I see your family's in the ownership, including yourself. So what's he like? How did you how did you get him? And what's he like? Is it you, you say he's part of the family? What kind of character has he got? Um, look, he's he's um, he's the total professional at home. Um, you really you don't know he's there. If you take him to the races, he just walks around like an old cow pony, and you you think to yourself, boy, is this horse right? Um, but as soon as the jockeys get on him and they go to the barriers, he changes and he just turns into that professional horse. You know, around home and that. Honestly, you know he's like a he's like a kid pony. He, he, he really is. He's a, he's a, just a, he wants he wants to be a part of our life as much as we want to be a part of his. Yeah, it must be special to find a horse like this, as you've pointed out. I think a few times as well. He's a he's a once in a lifetime type of galloper for your family. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, you know, if you. You know, to get them, even the big stables, you know, yeah. like even a big stable that turns over a lot of horses, um, you know, he would fit in very well in a big stable. And, and um, you know, we all know, we all know, everyone who is in the industry knows how hard it is to get these types of horses. They don't come along every day, that's for sure. So, um, obviously, the Kosciuszko is the main goal. But after that, do you dream of... Um, group one glory with him. I see that there's a race like a, a Stradbroke, which isn't far from where you're based in the northern part of New South Wales at, at Mewillan Bar. Would that be a, a dream of yours as well? Um, without a doubt. Well, this year we, we attempted getting to the Stradbroke. He just didn't have um, enough um, enough points to, to get him there. Um, so next year we, we anticipate that he'll probably that'll be a, a race that we'll be certainly looking at. Um, I really thought this year, you know, he if he had a gained entry, he would have ran a really, really good race. Probably wouldn't have beat the winner. The winner is a really, really super horse. But, you know, he would have, he, he would have ran a great race.
And how's the town of Mewillabar getting behind you with Far Too Easy? Yeah, look, um, the town itself, um, you know, Mewillabar, as in with Lismore, has been through some very, very hard times the last couple of years with flooding and different things. Um, but the, the, the spirit of is really, really high in Mewillabar. It's You know, you walk down the street, people want to know, they have a chat to you, they, you know, they go, how's Far Too Easy? You know, the concept that Racing New South Wales has put on, I've been in racing all my life and I've never seen communities um, connect with racing like it's ha- like they have in these recent times since Racing New South Wales has lost the country championships and, and the Kosciuszko and the highways and different things like that. You know, it, for communities... Um, I think it's a masterstroke. It's just an absolute masterstroke. Do you think that's the case, David, because it gives country people hope that you can mix it with the big guys and you can race for terrific money and you can have an experience that's life-changing in a way? Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you go back 20 years ago to racing, you know, if you... if if, if what, a, a trainer like myself talked about going to Sydney, they'd say, oh, you're mad. Um, you know, like, it, it, it was just something that never happened. Whereas now, um, you know, you've got Matt Dunn up here, Matt's down in Sydney every week with a highway horse. Um, you know, people, people, it does, it brings, it, it does give people hope and it, and it connects, it really connects people, especially down the pub, TAB, they just, you know, everyone's talking. And that's what racing needs, and and I've continued to say it, and this is part of our, our Giddy Up programming with the Bet365 Country Racing Hour on a Tuesday, is that the heart and soul of racing is in country areas, grassroots racing, and um, we just had Paul Prisker on the line. He's from Horsham in the western part of Victoria, about three and a half to four hours from Melbourne, and he's got Stepati that will take on... Henry Field and Chris Waller and Joe Marira with Militarides in a race like the Caulfield Guineas. And he walks yep. down to his local store and a, a lady says, thank you, Paul. I've been able to buy all these things because I've been following your horse. And yep. I, and that's what I think what makes this game so much. It can, as you pointed out, David, it does unite communities. Yeah, it does without a doubt. And it does give, it gives people hope and it gives yeah. people something to talk about. You yeah. know, it's, you know, they, that, that's what they do. And, um, you know, like I said, hats off to Racing New South Wales to bring in this concept. You know, it's, um, it, it's a game changer for country people. And, and I think that, from personally, the country areas were forgotten for a long time. And if you have a look at all of our leading trainers, leading jockeys, they all start in the country where. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think it's a great thing. Well, David, from Bar, hopefully you can go and inspire a community. You already have, in a way, anyway. So hopefully you can go one better this year in the Kosciuszko with your with your brilliant galloper, far too easy, and it's the start of something special this season. We appreciate your time, mates, and um, yep, go and get them in a few weeks' time. Thank you, and thank you for your time. Yeah, it is a great story, isn't it? Far too easy representing Bar for for David and his family, and he's... He's right. When you talk to Mitchell Beer and Luke Pepper and the trainers that we've had on, like David, talking about the Kosciuszko and what it means to them, it has given country trainers 
a opportunity to dream big. Gives them a purpose, really, to try and find a horse to go and compete for $2 million in a Kosciuszko or um, find a horse that can compete in a country championship. And it's been a it's been a genius move from Peter Volandis because, as David pointed out just then, it does give country people hope. And growing up in country Victoria myself, like whenever we had a horse that went, went to Melbourne or was good enough to compete on the bigger stage, everyone did get behind that horse because... It was rare that we were able to have an athlete, a standard bred or a thoroughbred that could compete against the big name trainers, the trainers and the jockeys that we looked up to. So uh, I think it's, I think it's terrific and giving people hope um, does wonders. And that's what this Kosciuszko, listening to the people that are in those country areas, it looks like that that's what this race has done, giving, giving people hope and ambition and, and inspiration, which is, which is, I think, the, the best marketing ploy for racing because that's racing making a difference. The inside, Kruger Lass. Where's Poppy? Dolly Dutton. Kruger Lass through the middle. Kruger Lass has beaten Dolly Dutton. Where's Poppy and McCartney Girl? Uh, then came well, Kruger Lass is the pride and joy of the Sunraysia area in the northwest Victoria in Mildura because uh, Kruger Lass is trainer. Um, Bronwyn Welsh joins us here on the line here on Giddy Up's Bet365 Country Racing Hour because this is some story. Kruger Lass will be representing Mildura in the million-dollar chase to be held at Wentworth Park after winning the qualifier there at Broken Hill um, a few weeks back. And uh, Kruger Lass and Bronwyn had to defeat some of the, the superstars of the sport, including a few of the superstar trainers like a Robbie Britton and a Mark Delbridge, and then October 6th, I think it is, the semifinals, Kruger Lass will get an opportunity to try and qualify for the million-dollar chase. And if he wins that, Connections win a million dollars. And Bronwyn Walsh joins us on the line. Good morning to you, Bronwyn. Thanks for joining us. How about Kruger Lass and that experience winning that qualifying race there for the million-dollar chase at Broken Hill? Oh, yeah, thanks for having me. Look, yeah, she just blows us away, this dog. She's, um, yeah, she's amazing. Um, and, yeah, she's got a long way to go. But, yep, we, we got to the next hurdle. So, fingers crossed, anything can happen. Um, yeah, and she's run a couple of really good lead-up races now. So, yeah, we're pretty excited. It's a great uh, ride. Yeah, and she was $26 in that final there at Broken Hill, Bronwyn. But just explain, like, this story is even more extraordinary for mine because I, I grew up in Mildura, and Mildura, when I was growing up, there was, I don't I don't think there was too many greyhound trainers because there's no greyhound track. <laughs> yeah, there's still just a hardcore group, but there's never been a track here. And tyranny yeah, is distance for us. Um, we travel everywhere. Um, our closest track being Broken Hill, um, which is three and a half hours away. All our other tracks, South Australia, we race a lot there because we're right up in the northwest corner of Victoria, for those who don't know where Mildura is. So we're just 100-odd k's from the SA border and about 30 k's from the New South Wales border. But we travel a lot, um, even to trial. We go down to Horsham, which is four hours down, four hours back. So we're always in the car. We've got a very small team of dogs. Um, And, yeah, I think people here in Mildura probably hardly even know that they've got these um, trainers that spend their lives 
pursuing their passion um, and it's when a dog like Kruger Lass pops up that all of a sudden it's like, wow, million-dollar race, sort of fair way down the track, but in our sights. So all we've got to do is get her through that next big hurdle. Yeah, and you've got a dream. So it just begs the question then, why, with all of that travel, which is full of dedication and passion, from why Mildura then? Um, well, originally I was born and bred in New South Wales yep. and grew up at the Broken Hill Tracks, running around like kids do at racetracks, having fun. Um, and, yeah, got the passion for the greyhounds. I just loved them as a breed. I've worked in the veterinary industry for 38 years and just retired. Um, our travels took us all over the place. But Mildura is a beautiful place on the Murray River and like an oasis when you live in the desert. Um, and we always sort of had um, sort of yearnings to come back here. Yep. So this is what we did. And we've got a little property just outside Mildura, about seven acres. And midlife prices, husband went and got a motorbike. I went and got two greyhound pups. So that's how it all started. Um, and, yeah, we are hobby trainers. Um, I take my hats off to the, to the professionals who it is their livelihood. Um, we just see what goes into pursuing uh, it as a career um, we have the luxury of yeah being able to pick and choose if we don't want to go or we're too tired or whatever um, but yeah Broken Hill has some very strong ties for me um, yeah my grandparents great-grandparents were all there so same with my husband so to go back and support the Broken Hill tracks was something I just wanted to do I wasn't even thinking of going any further we just went up there to go in the heat um, got a hell of a shock when we saw some of the quality of dogs that were coming up. It just almost, you know, was overwhelming. Um, I was a bit of a groupie at 66 years of age, standing amongst some of those great trainers, thinking, wow, I feel like a, yeah, like I'm a, yeah, phony being here. Yeah. But anyway, my girls had different ideas, like she does. Um, anyone who watches her races will know she's had 58 starts and I'd say 52 of those she's come out dead last she's a terrible box dog just cannot step away so she starts all her races last um, then weaves her way through and if she's within anywhere near in touch with the leaders you know on that home bend she's got a brilliant um, finish and she's won up to 730 meters so she's just starting to do her best work at the 500 meter mark she said she so it gives, gives me heart failure though oh, you I could imagine it's a long way to it's a long way to travel as you pointed out three and a half hours is the the shortest trip that you go to to compete and when she misses the kick like that you think come on girl um oh. but she is exciting oh, I'm fascinated so have you ever been to Wentworth Park never we don't even know how to get there so <laughs> thank God for GPS <laughs> The so, husband's not looking forward to driving a van yeah. right through the, as you would say, guts of Sydney to get to the track. But she hasn't seen it. We haven't seen it, which is all a bit of a negative. But, you know, all her race career, we've just taken her to multiple different tracks and just put her in because we just know she's going to follow that pattern of outlast, follow the field and then work her way through. So... Hopefully, hopefully Sydney will be no different, um, except that there's some super, super smart dogs in there that she can't let get a big lead. 
but she may not run them down. So what will it mean to you to put a leash, um, a collar on her and and take her to the boxes there for a, a semi-final of the Million Dollar Chase? Oh, I could say a lot here, but <laughs> it's national radio. But, yeah, I, I will I will be absolutely trying to enjoy the experience yeah. um, and just, you know, take it in my stride. But I can tell you, I reckon oh, oh, the heart will be doing overtime. Um, this is something way, way, way above anything I've ever imagined being part of. Um, but, you know, she's got a great support team. She's got like a fan club. We have people from all over that have been following her for a while because she is a bit of a quirky dog. Um, she can be hard to live with at times. Um, and, yeah, she keeps us um, forever guessing. So if something happens, it's wonderful. You know, we will be truly, truly grateful. Um, if she goes and, and does her best, which she will, she always does, um, we'll come home and put this one in the memory bank. So, yeah, she is a different dog, put it that way. I've had a few greyhounds along the way, but this one's, yeah, a little bit different to the rest. This is some story, um, Bronwyn. At 66 years of age, you're living the dream, and to be based at Mildura to have a a greyhound good enough to compete in one of the country's biggest races. It's definitely the biggest race in New South Wales and I guess not far behind the Great Melbourne Cup now is an extraordinary effort. And as a as a fellow Muldurian that grew up in the, the Sinrasia area loving racing, um, thanks for inspiring uh, a district because um, this is some feat for the locals in the Sinrasia area. So well done. You go and get them. Enjoy the the trip down the, the, the highway. So you know how to get to Sydney. you got to turn off towards Hay, Bronwyn. <laughs> well, someone said we could have a kennel overnight at Dubbo. And I'm yeah. thinking, ah, oh, Dubbo. No, I think that's a bit out of our yeah. way. But, yeah, no, we'll be on that road. <laughs> it's a long, long way yeah, away. 14, but, yeah, 14 hours. No, it's a, yeah, it is. Yeah. So it'll be a long one. And we're heading home afterwards. So we'll get back as far as probably Goulburn, we hope. And have a night's sleep there and then head home and it will be what it will be. But, you know, even Thursday night, we took her over to Adelaide to let her have a run around Angle Park to look at the circuit rather than the one-turn tracks again. And, yeah, put her in for the run. And what did she do? She came out last and she ran down two really, really good dogs yeah. and uh, snatched the win. So there you go. I've got a feeling that she'll jump straight to the front and there'll be something amazing about this universe and the vibration that you'll, she'll just come out humming and we'll be behind her on Giddy Up. Don't worry about that. Um, go on, go, oh, go, on, go and get them, Bronwyn. We appreciate your time. We'll give you a ring on fact. We'll give you a ring on the way next week. All right. That'll be fantastic. You're a bloody star. Okay. We'll follow Bye. that Bronwyn Welsh there. So just to to put that story into perspective, there's no greyhound track in Mildura. The, the closest track is Broken Hill, three and, a half, three and a half hours away. So Bronwyn has to go to Horsham and those places even to trial her greyhounds. Hobby trainer at Mildura, vet that does this sport for um, fun. And then she gets a greyhound good enough to, she's had 58 starts to compete against the best trainers and the dogs in the world and race for a million dollars. And she heads to Sydney for the first ever time. 
driving in the middle part of Sydney to go to Wentworth Park. That's why racing's so great. Giddy up and the Bet365 Country Racing Hour on this Tuesday. Looking forward to Benalla Cup Day on Friday. It's a terrific meeting as well. It's their traditional meeting now on this public holiday before the AFL Grand Final. It's not just the Benalla Cup to look forward to, but there's also a heat of the Country Series over the 1,400 metres. Just looking at the nominations, there's some wonderful thoroughbreds going around there. And Cam Symes, of course, the boss of the Benalla Turf Club, joins us on the line. Good morning, Cam. It's a big day as always coming up on Friday. How's it looking for you? Yes, good morning to all. Uh, yeah, it's looking very good. It's uh, sun's out here this morning. It's uh, 23 degrees today and it's, uh, it increases to 25 on Friday. So uh, it's been a few years since we've had this kind of weather. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to it. You had a wonderful time of it last year. You took out all of the awards at the Country Racing Victoria Awards Night about a month ago. Um, is it looking, um, what's it looking like from a, a hospitality point of view with the popularity of this year's Cup? Yeah, absolutely. It was a, it was a fantastic night and uh, great recognition of the club, um, which, was, which was really good. Um, and yeah, numbers this year, we're, we're just about to tick over what we had last year. So it's all, all going well. And uh, with the weather gods like this, I think we'll... Uh, we should have a good day with uh, people turning up on the day. And for the Bet365 Benalla Cup, what's it look like uh, from a... I'm looking at the nominations now. You must be over the moon with the quality that should be arriving there at Benalla on Friday. Yeah, absolutely. There's Yeah, there's all, all the big stables are in attendance and we've got plenty of local runners on the day. So, um, yeah, the, the the numbers are stacking up well. Acceptance is uh, tomorrow. So, yeah, really looking forward to the, to the final fields and... Uh, yeah, get a good day's racing. And how have you found the, the time slot to have this this meeting on the Friday now, which is the public holiday, which is, hasn't been around for that long, um, of course, held just before the AFL Grand Final? Oh, it's, a, it's an unbelievable day. There's a, there's a lot of cl- clubs that try and poach it off us. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, it's a fantastic day to have a public holiday for your cup on a long weekend. We, got a, we get a lot of people that come up and uh, spend the weekend in the region and um, and put some, some dollars back into to our community, which which we're big on. And, um, yeah, we, we put on a great day and um, we encourage people to stay and enjoy the enjoy the whole long weekend. Yeah. Um, and from a local's point of view, you've set up more stables and you're hope, hoping to get, like, trainers like the Corsons team that have set up um, their stables in Benalla to get a few more trainers arrive at your complex. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. We've put in the infrastructure that we can do do another couple of barns. Um, yeah, Corsons, they're going outstanding. I think they had another two seconds out of here yesterday. I think they've had five or six winners in the first five to six weeks. So they're, they're loving it. They're, they're bringing 40 guests up for the for the cup on the weekend. Um, so, yeah, the, the, um, the training aspect of, of the um, stables is going really well. And, yeah, we're looking to increase that into the near future. Any t- any whispers around from the locals there that we should be having something on one of their horses on a Friday camp? Surely, surely they've let you yeah, know. Yeah, there's always a couple. Um, Lord Domino, like trained by Peter Bergen, been yes. racing in town. It's in the country series, um, so hoping to get a nice barrier. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's going really well. And then our chairman's in the Prodigal Son, who's um, okay. they bred that horse. Uh, running in the Weary Dunlop. So there's, there's big wraps on that. All right then, mate. Hey, well done with the club. You've done a wonderful job with it, and especially uniting a community as well to get behind your turf club. And it's going to be a great day on Friday. The fields look like they'll be super.
and we'll be cheering home a few of the locals as well. We appreciate your time on the Bet365 Country Racing Hour. Beautiful. Thanks for your support. There, there's Cam Symes there, the GM of the Benalla Turf Club. And um, it's a big day there on Friday afternoon. That is the Bet365 Country Racing Hour on this Tuesday. Always terrific stories to come out of this hour. We'll take the news at 9 o'clock and then we'll come back and try and find a few winners with bag and tips on this Tuesday.